Not so hazel, not so cabaristic. I'm not doing the black man voice, if that's what you thought there, because that would, I think, I think, I'm not sure. I think it is racist to do a black man voice, unless, and there is one um, big get-out clause there, unless, of course, you're a black man. Um, And even then, in some occasions, I don't know why I've started talking about this. This is going to not appeal to anybody whatsoever. Welcome to episode five. Don't scratch that velvet. Thank you. Welcome to episode five of Shindiggery. I'm trying to come up with, um, you know, some sort of catchphrase and uh, type thing, and it's not really, um, <clears throat> not really working. Maybe, hey, here's an idea. Let's have a catchphrase competition, and you can email your catchphrases to Shindiggery at Hot. Ma- Steady, don't jump on that. Shindiggery. Email your catchphrases to shindiggery at hotmail.co.uk. Don't worry, I can edit all the... Um, this isn't live, so all the shit bits uh, I can edit out uh, and make it a smooth operator. I got a smooth operator. Anyway, episode five of Shindiggery. Um, very exciting. Um, covered. I'm covered in grease because the car broke down and... Um, if you're a regular listener to the, the other show, then you'll have heard me talking about this tonight. But I haven't spoken about it yet, because I'm literally still covered in grease. And, um, well, really, I want to be going to play Rainbow Six to, uh... Ah, chill out and shit. Okay, it's episode five. Don't listen to G-Man's podcast, it's going to be bollocks. Episode five of Shindigri, and let's find out what's happening in the funhouse. Boys, will you play the theme tune for me? Thanks. Shindiggery, I think. Ian Lee, Shindiggery. Guaranteed to have a ball at this online party. It's dangerous, mysterious. You could even describe it as quite shindiggerous. All right. And we went and I, I, and I, and I, and I, and I thoroughly recommend it. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, what's your problem? Oh, wait a magic with the fingers. Shindiggery, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, hit it. now. We'll tell you how. And you can join us at this hip and happening Shindiggerous crowd. Podcast it on iTunes as your favorite MP3. They call it Shindiggery. And I thoroughly recommend it. Yeah. Hello, darling. I'm home. Man, alive. What a day I had today. Absolutely awful. The car broke down on the way to work. That's going to cost me a few hundred quid to get fixed. And when I finally did get to work, I was told my figures aren't that good and I've got to start making an effort. And to cap it all off, I think I've broken my right hand trying to finger a monkey. Jesus, what a shitter. Anyways, how are you, baby? I'm fine, love. Why don't you sit yourself down and make yourself a nice cup of tea? Dinner's almost ready. I've knocked up a nice casserole. Thanks, baby. I am starving. I haven't eaten all day. That thing with the monkey totally put me off my lunch. The little bugger wouldn't stay still. Struggling and struggling. In the end, I had to snap its neck off. It was the only way I was getting up there. Darling, I'm afraid I have something to tell you. Something that I think might make you a little upset. Oh, really? What's that, sugar punk? Well, we've been living together for three years now, haven't we? Yeah, what of it? Well, 
We'll be living together and having an active sexual relationship for three years, haven't we? Don't quite know where this is going, but yes, we have. In fact, we had a civil partnership, a gay wedding, if you will, didn't we? Yes, and it was a marvellous day, a real public celebration of our love. And so good that our parents forgave us and decided to come along as well. OK, well, here's a rub. I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. It just dawned on me today, as I was getting dressed, that I'm not homosexual. I find the male body repulsive, the dingle dangle, the buttocks, the perineum, the helmet, the the chap's eye, the scrotum, the arse crack, the chest, the face, all that just really doesn't do it for me. I'm not sure I get your point, Vinny. Ian, I'm a heterosexual. I love girls. I like boobs, their bums, their nipples, the girly flangs, their sweet faces, their necks, their hands, their eyes, the way they giggle, the way they get scared watching spooky films, the clothes they wear, the short, short skirts, the perfume, the way they walk. Their voices, everything about them. Ian, I'm not gay. So, what are you trying to say? What do you mean, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say I'm not gay. I want this relationship to end. No, still not getting it. Oh, you're a fucking idiot. It's over between us. I found a girl, I'm moving in with her. I'm off. Oh, very upsetting. I love Verinda, and now he's gone. What do I do now? Oh, God. Oh, it was just a dream. I was sleeping. What a nightmare. What an absolutely horrible nightmare. Jesus Christ, how fucking sick is that? My head is so screwed. How on earth could I even imagine something like that? Man alive, I'm so messed up. Thank God it was just a dream, though. Hey, honey, wake up. You'll never believe the dream I just had. Oh, shut up, love her. Go back to sleep. Tell me in the morning. Sorry, baby. Can I snuggle up to you? Of course, but do it quietly. You've been listening to At Home with Vinny and Ian Lee. Starring Vinny as Vinny and Ian Lee as former 11 o'clock show host Ian Lee. Tune in again the same time next week when Verinda comes home with a box full of second-hand butt plugs. Sounds... Hilarious. Twats. So, my agent phones me up every now and then. It's a bloke called Derek. Um, I've been with him for quite a few years now. And, um, well, he, he's a nice enough fella but I'm slightly suspicious about his motives. It, I've got an answer phone message here from him. Have a listen to this. Am I being paranoid? I I just feel like I'm, I'm not the most important person that he's looking after or wants to look after. Have a listen and, and see what you think. Hello, Mr. Lee. It's uh, Derek here. Um, listen, I heard it went very well last night. Jenny said... Um, you look great at the down after dinner thing. Look, um, the invoices are out on that, by the way. That, that, that's no problem. Listen, I was wondering, uh, while I've got you, um, I should speak to you in person about this. I, you know, I said about you know increasing our roster of uh, artists. Do you, by any chance, have Ali G's, well, Sasha's number? I know you work with him. 
were very keen to maybe approach him about coming on the books. It's a long shot. Him or um, uh, Ricky Gervais, as, as discussed the other week, and maybe Stephen Merchant. Any of those, if they, you know, if they wanted to come with us, you know, the more the merrier. Okay, sorry to lay that at your door, speak to you. Okay, back for now. She And now it's time for Vinny's thoughts. This week, Vinny thinks about Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, um, she's a singer, isn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like her because uh, of her hair, uh, and uh, I think she takes drugs. But I can't say she does take drugs, but because she might sue me, isn't it? And I don't really like any of this, her songs, except for that rehab one. I think she's uh, talking about herself, and uh, I just don't really like her. I only, I prefer Lily Allen. Even th- I don't really like her either. But uh, Amy Winehouse, I think she's the most overrated um, musician uh, since uh, the. Um, Rolling Stones, and uh, I just don't like, uh, like her. And uh, the way she wears that makeup thing uh, goes over her eyes. I saw her in the newspaper today, and yeah, she was uh, all bruised up. I think uh, I'm not the only one who hates her. This is a letter from Julie. Now, Julie had been out with an older guy, like, say, Peter Stringfellow. And apart from the stench, yeah, he was great. Arthur was slightly younger than Peter Stringfellow, admittedly. He was 80. He belonged to a different age. An age of chivalry, kindness to one's fellow man, smallpox, and overt racism. But he was an old romantic. Or to put it another way, Julie knew if she dressed up a bit tarty for him and tickled his fancy, he'd slip her a twenty for a night out on the vodka and Red Bulls with a young mate. He was a total mug, but nice with it. You know, Julie, he'd say, I remember jiving in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I told you, in my day with rationing, yeah, have you got that money from a new telly, Arthur? Julie admits she's taken advantage of the old geezer something rotten when he thought they were in love. <laughs> when she got out to the club with her mates, she'd tell them about Arthur, his silly poetry, and they'd laugh their heads off. Stupid old bastard. And then something awful happened. There was an accident. A bad accident. Late one night, after getting out of the bath, one of Arthur's bollocks dropped off, and alone in the house, in the dark, 
He slipped on it and fell down the stairs. Dead. Stone dead. Fun-loving Julie returned home the next morning. Off her face as usual. And as she entered, straightening her skirt and trying to hold her nose together after all the gack she'd inhaled, she saw him. Dead as a fucking doornail. Her Arthur. Julie is big enough to admit she was never kind to him, but now it was too late. And this is where things got worse. To Julie's horror, she discovered she wasn't in his will. Fuck. At first, she felt resentment, but you know, then Julie writes, she began to remember the good times. Getting her mates round to laugh at his pajamas when the old prick was down the legion. Hiding his glasses. Spending his pool's money when she said she'd sent it off. No one could take those wonderful memories away from her. You know, with a story like this, you wonder how anyone could be so cruel. All that effort for no money. The memories whispering saucy fantasies and then having to say it three more times in his good ear because the old prick couldn't hear. Removing her undies for him when they went out to the pub, mainly because he'd had an accident and had to stick hers on in a box. The virulent gimp mask. It all counted for nothing. <coughs> Nod. Nool. And now he was gone. What a stingy old wanker. And Julie wants to share an important lesson. Arthur's death has taught us something, and that's don't go for old fellas, ladies. Try to get yourself a bit of younger cock. Good luck, Julie. Lessons in life. Lessons in life. Volume 1, Lesson 1. When out and about in London, or anywhere really, it's important to scout the high street for convenient places to relieve yourself should the need occur. Especially if you've had a spicy meal the night before. Owing to copious bumming and cottaging in our great city, most public toilets have now been closed. Therefore, please, please, when out, Keep an eye out for a friendly cafe, bar, pub, restaurant, or even supermarket. McDonald's can be a bit arsy about letting you into their toilets. Especially if you've got a hood. Where you can relieve yourself in case of emergency. Now it's that part of the show where, um, call it a show, I think that's um, slightly generous with the words. Anyway, as you know, I have uh, spent a lot of time phoning up radio stations and dicking around like a bellend. Uh, and someone complained, Ian, stop putting out these old phone calls from about 10 years ago when you were, you know, pissed and stoned and fearless. Why not put out uh, a recent one? 
when you're clean and sober and full of fear. Well, the thing is, I haven't really done any um, phoning up radio stations for a long, long time. I phoned up LBC a few times. Do you know, I phoned up my own show a few times. Did you know that? I think I was Tony from Crouch End phoning up when I started doing the drive time and complaining that it wasn't Daisy Sampson and all that nonsense. Anyway, I did phone up BBC London uh, a few months ago because they were really pissing me off because they were doing, as they quite often do, um, saying that things were racist when actually they weren't racist and that um, it's an unfair representation of black people. And Oh, I know exactly what it was this time. Um it was when Shipwrecked was on, and uh, one of the people on there had uh, said a naughty word, just after the Big Brother race row with, with Jade and all of that nonsense. And then one of the people on, on Shipwrecked said a naughty word or said something about black people or something, I don't know. Uh, and they were saying that the show should be pulled. Or they were putting it forward as a, as a potential um, thing. So I phoned up with hilarious consequences. Have a listen to this. Okay, thanks very much, Rashid. Tony in West London. Good evening, sir. Hello, how's it going? You all right? Yeah, very well, thanks very much. Thanks for calling. That's fine. Listen, you're saying they should pull shipwreck just because some silly bird on there is talking about old nonsense. I find that offensive and racist. Do you know what I mean? It's just some silly stuck-up girl who's been brought up the wrong way round, hasn't got a clue what's going on. Don't pull the programme, though. I find that offensive and racist. I'm with you, Tony. Hang on a second. I'm with you, Tony. Have I said that they should pull shipwreck? Tony, come on. Sorry? Have I, who in the studio has said that they should pull shipwreck? We asked the don't question. Pull on me, don't pull this trick on me. I heard you do that with Abishai and all the others. You say you can listen back on the podcast. I ain't got a computer, so I'm not going to. Okay. You said but, earlier on that they know, should pull shipwreck because it's racist. That's no, no, no. I asked the question. I asked the question. Well, there was should no question it, mark on it and no inflection going up. It was a statement, mate. And you know it. Listen back to the tape on your podcast. No, no. Hang on a second. You know you haven't got a computer. Go to your local library. You can listen on the computer no, there for free. But no, let me just say... What are we going to a library for? It's all books and computers. I've got time for a library. I'm working, man, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, look, OK. Let's get back to the point, then. Yeah, please. Uh, look, do you think it's all right to be able to make a statement like the one that she made on television? I'm asking the question. Do you think it's all right for somebody to say, let's re-enslave black people because I don't like them? You're changing the thing. What you were saying earlier is we should pull it because of her. We shouldn't no, pull it. Okay. That is racist. Okay. The, pro okay. the reason people watch shipwrecked is 18, 19-year-old girls and boys in their bikinis on the beach getting nice and wet, soapy-dopey. Have you seen the state of this lot, though? You don't want to be watching them on the beach. Okay, okay. T Tony, <laughs> just, just, okay, f forget what I may or may not have said earlier. Just, please. I, uh, no, I, I, just... I, don't I, I don't think I can forget it. It's ingrained into my brain. <laughs> okay, then. I'll leave you there. He doesn't need a computer. Thanks very much. I do apologise if it's ingrained uh, that deeply into your brain. Tell you how, and you can join us at this hip and happening gym. 
Tragic made me go to rehab, and I said no, no, no. The tragic me made me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Uh, uh, the tragic made me go to rehab. I said no, no, no.